Welcome to the Talking Tenancies podcast, brought to you by the Residential Tenancies Authority. I'm your host, Belinda Hyde. Join me as we explore everything you need to know about renting in Queensland with experts from the RTA and industry. We're here to help make renting work for everyone. At different stages of a tenancy, a property manager or owner or prospective buyer tenant may want to take photos inside and outside of the rental property for various reasons, such as to advertise a property for sale or relet, or during inspections for records and as supporting evidence for formal documentation like entry and exit condition reports. Today's expert from the RTA is Christian Herman. Welcome, Christian. Thank you. Now, can you tell us about your role at the RTA and what you're responsible for? Uh, so, I ori- oh, originally I started in the contact centre, um, stayed there for five years, and now I'm in the quality and training uh, role. So, I listen to phone calls and monitor all the, I guess, uh, any kind of trends that come through, like any hot topics that we might uh, discuss, like if there's floodings, things like that as well. So, today we're talking about taking photos in a rental property. So, when we're taking um, photos in a rental property, you know, we will require sensitivity and considerations from both tenants and property managers or owners. I mean, what would you recommend in this situation? Well, the main concern uh, a lot of people actually have around around photos being taken um, of their home is no matter well, no matter what the purpose is around privacy, mm. pretty much. Um, and I'm sure all of us can understand the importance of protecting our privacy. Yeah, uh, where we should be able to expect some kind of privacy in our own homes that we are renting. Um, generally, photos can be uh, taken be unsettling for some people um, as they don't know where those photos are actually saved uh, or how they're used or who's actually going to see them as well. So open communication is very important in this circumstance. Also, under the Queensland Tenancy Law, uh, property managers and owners have a responsibility to protect the privacy of their tenant, like making sure that locks are secure and seeking permission to enter the premises. Uh, tenants also have a right to quiet enjoyment of the rental premises, which doesn't mean noisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just means that the tenants are entitled their reasonable peace, comfort and privacy, and they must be able to make full and undisturbed use of the rental premises. Yeah, so you can just, you know, live in peace and quiet and, and like you say, not necessarily not noisy, but just just without any, you know, disruption. Yes, exactly. Um, so when taking photos for advertising a rental property, what are the important things that we need to be aware of? Uh, so when uh, when a property is being advertised for sale or also to be relet as well, um, photos or videos may be needed to be taken of the rental property internally or externally for promotional purposes. Um, there is quite... There is a few important things to be aware of in this situation. So the tenant, the Queensland Tenancy Law states that it is responsible for property managers and owners or the sales agent to have written permission from the tenant to use photos or videos that display the tenant's belongings. So 
Now the tenant's belongings can refer to a wide range of items. So it could be including furniture, appliances, vehicles, especially family photos or any other personal items. Getting the written consent to use the photos is super important. Be mindful that just because the tenant allows the photographer to enter their home does not mean they're actually consenting to the photos being or showing their or possessions to be used. Uh, there are two different types of consent uh, when it involves in these situations uh, where the permission of someone to be entering the rental property and then there's permission for those photos to be used with their belongings displayed on it as well. Um, so they don't mean the same thing. Uh, they're separate to each other. Saying yes to one does not equally say yes to the other. Um, it is really important for the property managers or owners to get written consent for both entering the premises and to use the photos taken to make sure that they are in, or they are in the clear and everyone is on the same page. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, so what about photography during an open house or a private viewing? Is that any different? Yes, yes. So that is um, that is a good question. So it is completely different again. Um, it's not unusual for a tenant to still be living in the premises um, during an open home or when there's a private viewing. So prospective buyers or tenants should always check with the occupants first, just as a common courtesy. Uh, this kind of avoids the assumption that the people viewing or inspecting the property uh, can take their own photos. Uh, so if you put yourself in the other person's shoes, it's quite easy to see that, you know, it could be somewhat stressful and emotional for those who still be living in the property as well, because it is, you know, it is technically their home kind of thing that they're renting. Um, I would usually, I would actually quite feel uncomfortable if I entered a stranger's home and then started taking photos without mm. their permission. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, if I was living in the property, I definitely feel that my privacy was being violated if a lot of strangers were coming through and taking photos straight away of my home and my stuff that is still being either on display or being packed up um, without them asking first. Uh, so if there is an open home or a private viewing coming up, we encourage tenants and property managers and, and owners to discuss what they're comfortable with ahead of time. Uh, this way, both parties can negotiate and establish some ground rules and agree on guidelines to manage requests around photographs that might pop up. Um, the discussion you may want to consider if the prospective buyer or the tenants can be referred back to photos that are used in advertisement or promotion of the actual property. Um, they do they really need to take their own photos if that if that if they've made that um, that boundary. Can identifying features or a personal belongings being removed temporarily uh, for the duration of the viewing or the open home of photos of a certain area are requested? So if the tenant could actually remove such items that might be on display, which might be valuable mm. um, to them as well. Um, and how it's agreed for the guidelines of the photography to be communicated or prospective buyers and tenants when they before they enter the property. So having good communication around these guidelines on the um, photographs uh, can paint the can paint a good picture for the property manager or owner in a good light as it shows the prospective tenant how their privacy will be respected and taken care of while they're still occupying the premises. So when done right, it could be 
very win-win situation for everyone involved. Yeah, and that's a, a big theme that comes out through this podcast is communication is the number one thing that uh, is really important in a tenancy from, from both parties. Um, yes. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, if you do find yourself in that situation, you do have some options, so just communicate. And, you know, if you've got valuables, um, make sure you put them away because uh, if they get captured in the photos, then uh, there goes your privacy and security. Exactly, exactly. Photos taken during routine inspections have a different purpose. What rules apply here? Absolutely spot on, Belinda. So routine inspections happen during the tenancy to ensure that property is is looked after by the tenant. Um, so, and it, I mean, it is the owner's investment property. So you want to make sure that that investment is in good hands. It also provides an opportunity for the property manager and owner to check for anything that needs to be repaired or maintained. It's common practice for a property manager or owner to take a few photos as part of their routine inspection reporting process, especially if there are maintenance items or damage that they need to address or when a significant breach has been identified. The photos can help them show the property uh, owner the current condition of the item and the extent of the damage. Uh, so this is important as well currently with the floods that have actually happened mm. as well. So having these photos from a routine inspection can be really helpful to get issues in the property addressed a lot quicker. Uh, the photos could be useful and help facilitate the process of when the property manager or owner needs to obtain quotes from tradesmen or it could be assurance assessors as well. Mm -hmm. um, the RTA also encourages tenants and property managers and owners to take photos at the beginning and at the end of the tenancy to document the condition of the property through the tenancy especially when you're completing an entry condition report. Uh, the photos will be evidence to help check that the property is returned to the same condition, less fair wear and tear. So the vacate inspection is another one of those situations where photos may be taken. Of course, property managers and owners should inform the tenant of their reporting process when photos are involved. Uh, tenants should raise any concerns with the property manager or owner uh, prior to those inspections. Yeah, I, I really can't stress enough the importance of taking those photos on an entry condition and exit condition report because, you know, um, everybody judges things differently. So, you know, a picture paints a thousand words. So if you can take those photos, it's really going to give you that evidence that you need to help you get your bond back as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, what time frame do property managers need to give tenants to enter to take those photos? That's a good question, another good question as well. Um, so there is no specific guidelines about gaining entry to a premises to actually take photos. Um, the property manager or owner or the sales agent may consider obtaining the tenant's permission by way of a mutual agreement to enter the tenancy. If the photos are taken as part of a routine inspection, then the rules of entry for a routine inspection apply and the tenant should be informed of the photograph ahead of the inspection. A clause around photo um, taking may be listed in the special terms of their tenancy agreement as well. Yeah, so it's a good idea to check those special terms um, and, and, you know, if, if it is listed there. Yeah, exactly. Now, can a tenant stop a managing party from taking photos of the rental property? All right, so with this one here, well, I would say that the tenant and the property manager should discuss why the photos are actually required in the first instance as well. Each situation is different and should be considered on a case-by-case -case basis. 
if the property is to be um, advertised using those photos, showing the tenant's possessions, as we mentioned before, written permission to use such photos may be sought from the actual tenant. To protect the privacy and security of the tenant, photos that would identify the tenant, whether through their possessions, their furniture, family photos, or even the vehicle registration or type should be actually uh, firstly discussed directly between the tenant and the property manager or the owner. Uh, they should communicate openly and transparently with each other and try and get an understanding of each other's perspective. So putting them in their shoes, which would be good. Uh, it's important to be reasonable and realistic in the negotiations and work together to find a mutually agree agreeable solution. Property managers and owners should have the processes in place in relation to secure collection, storage and use of the personal information, including uh, photographs. Uh, these processes should be communicated with the tenant as it can provide them with a peace of mind. I would definitely be more inclined to agree to photos being taken of my home if I knew what the photos would look like, that they'd only be used in certain circumstances and any specific purposes that they were um, stored securely where only a small number of people would access them. Yeah, that's really important is to get that um, mutual understanding on what they're for and where they're going to be stored. Um, again, it comes back to that privacy and security. So what options are there if a tenant does not provide consent for photos showing their possessions? If a tenant does not provide consent for photos of the property that show their possessions, you can use external images showing the front and rear of the rental property that does not include vehicles or items identifying the tenant. Uh, internal photos uh, may include the kitchen, the dining room, the bathroom or living area where there are no identifying features such as family photos, personal possessions, furniture or appliances. Uh, so what about when both parties can't agree on taking photos of a rental property? If you can't come to an agreement on taking photos of the property, our dispute resolution services may be able to help. Uh, you can request a dispute resolution online through our RTA web services or by submitting a dispute resolution request form. So what is the best thing to do if you're a tenant concerned about your privacy and security when photos are being taken of the property that you're renting? Yeah. So the best thing to do is definitely start a conversation early with your property manager or the owner and work together to find suitable solutions to the situation. Uh, remember that maintaining privacy is key when photos are actually involved. So it's best for both parties to address each other's concerns openly and efficiently. Uh, if you're a tenant and would like to ask questions about the photos, for example, say, you know, how these uh, how those photos are going to be used, where they'll be published, who's going to see them, how they're going to be stored, uh, what the process is for consenting the photos to be used, or if your written consent can be sought every time before the photos are used, and if you could see the specific photos which will be used as part of the consent process. Uh, definitely take this opportunity to discuss some ground rules and agree on some guidelines. So if people would like to find out more, where can they go? So interesting, it's it's really good because there is actually good some uh, fact sheets on our website. You can download fact sheets about taking photos in a rental property, which outline 
respective rights and responsibilities for tenants, property managers and owners on our website. And of course, you can revisit this podcast at any time on demand. That's right. You absolutely can. And we have so many great resources on our website. So just check it out, rta.qld.gov.au. Thank you so much, Christian, for helping us to get a greater understanding on what we need to know when it comes to taking photos in a rental property. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Talking Tenancies podcast. For more information about the Residential Tenancies Authority, visit rta.qld.gov.au.